plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before we let you know what we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, we want to give a shout out to a couple of our show sponsors. Firstly, Recruit.ie have recently launched their brand new app, um, making finding your dream job easier than ever. You can browse hundreds of jobs from Ireland's leading employers and apply in one tap. You'd also get access to amazing virtual recruitment fairs, uh, free career advice, and much more. You can download the new Recruit.ie app and find your new dream job today. And the Recruit.ie app is available on the um, Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. If you want to get your hands uh, on that app and get yourself a new job recruit.ie app is available now now here's another thing you need to get your hands on because there is a book that is out and is selling selling really really fast and well and that book is called safe it's by uh, the mother and daughter team of priscilla and amy granger and it's all about their escape from domestic violence which led to their subsequent work to prevent others from suffering the same fate and the book is available only online at safe-thebook.ie. That's safe-thebook.ie. It's a compelling read. Uh, and also, if you buy the book, it's only fourteen ninety nine, which is a lot cheaper than um, your man's book, Harry's. It's a lot cheaper. His believe, book is €27. Euro. I couldn't believe how much Harry is charging for yeah, that 27 book. Yeah, 27 quid. No, you're all right, Harry. I won't be paying that. Uh, this book is only fourteen ninety nine, with proceeds of it going to help victims of domestic abuse. The book is called Safe. It's by Priscilla and Amy Granger, and it's available only on safe-thebook.ie. Get your copy now. So, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's the topic that everyone is talking about. The goings-on in City West last night. Three men were taken to hospital with minor injuries after a fight broke out at the International Protection Centre in City West in County Dublin. Now, Gardy said they were called to uh, the centre at about 6.30pm following reports of a public order incident following a disturbance involving a group of males the Irish Refugee Council has uh, raised had raised issues about uh, facilities at the centre and its suitability for accommodating women and children. It had originally a capacity of 370, but that's said to be much more now. It was announced today that City West is now closed to new arrivals seeking international protection. So... We're asking you, what do you make of what happened uh, in City West last night? Uh, Do you worry about where this country is going? Do you think it's being blown out of all proportion and being used uh, by certain groups to push their agenda? One of the uh, arguments, uh, one of the things that is being blamed for what happened in uh, City West last night is overcrowding. And um, the um, movement of asylum seekers in Ireland say that uh, speaking to people from there, it started with a group that were throwing bottles to each other. Then the whole thing started and blew up. Uh, An issue there is people don't understand each other because they're from different cultures and overcrowding. Now, it It was was a melting pot, wasn't it? It was a melting pot. Absolutely. Definitely. Waiting to happen. 
So, um, for those of you who didn't actually uh, see the video, the audio from the vi- uh, from the uh, video. This is in the uh, centre last night. So. Is this the centre where I would have got vaccinated? Yeah, it is, ago? yes. Okay. Yes, okay. it is, yep. Um, and it's being now... And as you can see, it is very tight for space. Um, anybody I know who's a journalist who've been in it say it is very crammed. And as we said in our introduction, it was originally designed for 370-odd uh, people and is now housing twice that amount. Women and children are now no longer in this centre. They're in the main hotel, from yep. my understanding of it. But it was fairly... It was fairly wild. No security there either. So now, the, que- the question we- is... Well, sorry, before you go on... Um, the, the the problem with stories like like this is people will make up their own facts. Yes, um, absolutely. Yep. And everybody was saying they were all Somalians that were involved. Now I don't know how anybody can determine that because first of all they didn't even have passports because they don't arrive to the country with passports. So how we can determine where they're from, I don't know. But of course, Deco on Facebook seems to know everything about them. But where are they from? I don't know where they're from. And no, neither do you. By the way, you by you. I mean the people listening to this podcast. You don't know where they're from. Uh, I don't know if it even matters. But I just think. We need to be careful about jumping to conclusions uh, because what has happened, by the way, it's disgusting, those scenes, but what has happened over the last couple of months in particular is certain groups are making up stories. I'm not saying this is made up, by the way, this did happen, but certain groups with an agenda are making up stories to terrify you and I. And by you and I, I mean your normal Joe Stope soap that looks at Facebook. You know, there, there was a post, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, there was a post saying that loads of women had been raped in East Wall by asylum seekers. The people who put up the post even knew the, the nationality of the asylum seekers. It turned out, never happened. But how would you even know? And what I'm saying is you have to be careful that you don't believe 90% of stuff that's on social media is utter made-up bollocks. And th- I think that has created... Like, I've seen comments on social media in the last couple of months from people that I would know. I'd know them on social media saying stuff like, I'd love to throw a, a can of petrol over that refugee centre. Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Disgusting, yeah. Where are people... What, have, what has become of us as Irish people that someone would say something like that? Someone who used to be a, a right-minded person would say they should be burnt to the ground with, with women and children. What the fuck? Pardon my French. But what the fuck is wrong with people? That they would suggest stuff. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. And uh, this incident has unfortunately... It's played into their hands. Has played into the hands of people who want to incite that sort of hatred uh, against refugees. Now, as I said, uh, one of the arguments that has been put forward as to how something like this could happen is the place is chronically overcrowded. There are currently 800 people there with a bed capacity originally designed uh, for 370. Now... um, when you put, when you put, you a, question, when you put so yeah. many people in close quarters like that, that is going to lead to hassle. Well, of course, you put you put, you put a hundred people into a, into a bloody nightclub and a fight breaks out. Yeah, you put a hundred Irish people into a nightclub with a bit of drink and a fight breaks out. Now, a lot of people are saying, now, I don't think it's that simple. To all the people who've been saying over the last uh, 18 hours or whatever since this came out, yeah, um, that just send them back, return them back where they came. As far as I can tell, and I've been doing research on this, that is not legally possible. Sure, it's not. Now, I'm open to correction if someone wants to correct me, but um, I don't believe they can be just... Say, for instance, one of the say for instance, one of the lads that's involved in that fight last night throwing a bottle, yeah? Say, for instance, he's from Somalia, okay? And the guards pick him up and go, okay, you, Mr. Somalian, you threw a bottle there, you're getting on the next plane uh, back, to, back to Somalia. 
I don't think they have the legal right to be able to do that. I don't think they do either. So because somebody has claimed uh, asylum in yeah. this country and they have to have their case uh, listened to and dealt with. So to those of you saying send them back, send them back, I, I hear you. I absolutely hear you, but it's not practical. I don't think we are uh, allowed to do that. One of the comments that was posted on our Facebook page earlier on by a load of people was, yeah. uh, we've no freedom of speech in this country. We don't have a right to say uh, on anything. We have given everybody the opportunity to come on to Opinions Matter right now and air your opinion. If you would like to get involved in the conversation, send us a uh, WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note to 85 2626 I want to kick off, actually, with a WhatsApp voice note that we got from a lady called Claire. And I'd like to get your reaction to this message. Hi, lads. Just about your topic today. Um, I, like most people, saw the disturbing footage from City West. Um, I'm absolutely devastated to see it. And I worry that this is going to be used, that a handful of individuals uh, is going to be used to basically say Ireland should be closed to anyone seeking asylum or seeking help and I hope that's not the case um, the Gardaí did incredible work and there's always going to be flashpoints when you have hundreds of people in very close quarters with nothing to do and nowhere to go and no work to do um, I do hope that there is a full investigation done as to what kicked it off and that anyone that started it that continued it uh, are held responsible for those actions, whether they're um, removed from the country or locked up. Uh, something has to happen. But to say that there's not going to be any flashpoints um, is wrong. To say that we should close the country to anyone seeking asylum or anyone seeking help is wrong. Uh, and I hope justice prevails I hope common sense prevails uh, and to anyone that would use it to whip up hysteria guys you need to stop uh, we need to really think rationally about this and justice has to be done Claire thanks very much indeed for uh, your message now by complete contrast this message came in uh, from Keith right lads they just have it right um, we have these refugees now shown uh, for what they are. These are the ones who's been running the muck in Europe over the years and the likes of Sweden, France and all them other countries who took them in. Uh, they're not Ukrainians. There's actually Ukrainian people in City West who was in fear of being around them. And them Ukrainian people have their children up there. So... Was was people like the likes of Paul Murphy, uh, Gino Kenny, all them and all all the do-gooders, all out there that wants to bring them in. These are not Ukrainians. Ukrainians are welcome here. Genuine refugees are welcome here. These fucking animals, no, you can't be letting them fucking in. They need to be sent back to where they came from and not to the country where they came from. They need to be sent back to their own country so their own government can deal with them because they're running from fucking something and just proves what they are. On one stretch of road from City West, the Abyss Hotel, all the way down to the Red Cow, these lads are establishing gangs, they're establishing themselves. Something needs to be done about it. Bring this up today and see what people think and what people are saying about it. Well, there you are, Keith. We have brought it up today and we're giving everybody the opportunity uh, to debate it. Eddie, you're uh, first out of the traps on this. What did you want to say, Eddie? How are you, Adrian? Good afternoon. Uh, my issue was never that they were unvetted 
or people weren't consulted that they weren't coming into their area. Because I always believed that had these councillors and government got together with local committees and said, oh, by the way, we're consulting you, we're putting 300 people in your area and they're all vetted, they would have said no still anyway. You know, um, my issue, and I'm looking at the bigger picture, is all of these hotels are coming up to tourist season soon and they're not renewing their lease with the government to house these refugees. And I'm thinking, where are they going to go? And now with all the hotels looking after seeing that carnage last night in City West, they'll be thinking, Jesus Christ, that's mm. terrible publicity. They and won't, they, uh, can't, on they, top, won't be, they can't wait to get them out. On right? top of all of that, uh, it was announced only uh, earlier on today that City adult, West is full now. Yes, City West is full. Adult asylum seekers will no longer be offered state-provided accommodation when they arrive into the country. And this could last for a number of weeks. So yeah, if no. you arrive in Ireland, nowhere for you. Adrian, this was always my gripe, right? Um, I work with a chap, right, and he's on the housing list 10 years. I work with another chap, he's Nigerian. He's been here half the time and he has a council house already, right? And if I was someone on the housing list and I'd seen a a massive influx, thousands of people, I'd I'd be worried because it should be a queue system, but it it doesn't seem to be. Some people seem to get housed more quicker than others. And my gripe is when these hotels kick out all these refugees for summer season, where do they go? And that's a very good question, and it's actually Where a very worth. Do they filter into local council lists, and they, do, do they get priority above people that have been on the list years? And that would be my gripe. And if I was someone on the on the on the housing list, that'd be my main worry. And, and, and it is back. a genuine concern because, um, as we said, City West is full. A lot of hotels, including that one in Killarney, uh, where uh, the hassle was last week or the week before, they've announced that uh, they're reopening for tourists. In other words, all the refugees have to get out. Um, it is going to be a major problem, absolutely. Yeah, and it's bad publicity. Like, these hotels will be looking now, because they're business at the end of the day. They'll be looking at what happened in City West last night and thinking, that's a ticking time bomb. That could be us next week and the bad publicity it brings will destroy their business and I I, I agree what, what the, the scenes from um, City West from last night don't paint uh, a good picture but the City argument West the counter is argument is uh, that it is exactly that it's carnage there are too many people squashed into uh, limited accommodation uh, not able to go anywhere or do anything so they're literally on top of each other morning noon yeah. and night that has to lead to tensions no matter who it, you it are does, it, do, it does have to and, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm saying even when City West reopens as a hotel there'll be a lot of people that won't go there because of they home them and they have a grudge against them, and obviously because the the red image is tarnished. But also last night, right, the amount of videos going around, and not one single arrest. Yeah, I can't it, believe that nobody was arrested either. Actually, the yeah, amount it's, of videos going around, and the police couldn't make one fucking arrest. Absolute joke. I've seen videos on Facebook like the whole country. I'd imagine they would have cameras all over that place up there, and they couldn't analyze any of that footage and go right there's your man we'll, we'll take out the troublemakers and we'll, we'll get them out of the crowd and we'll lock okay now and I, I, as down. you know scenes like that from last night uh, leading to people saying get them out pop, pop them on a plane um, uh, all of that and and to an extent, I understand people's anger that as a country, we're taking in people uh, in their thousands. And then you see scenes like this and you think, Jesus, they're not very grateful, are they, if they're going to carry on well, like well, that? Let's be honest. They're, they're, I can see people's anger in that way. But 
I see Irish scrubs going out stabbing and shooting people and people don't call for empathy. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I was just sent a story earlier on, earlier on of two Irish men in London attacking each other with machetes in London only a couple of days ago. So, yes, um, you know, we can misbehave when we're away as well. Like, I, I firmly believe that the, the, the weak argument, oh, they're unvetted. Now, I don't have kids, so I probably see it from a different point of view. But I can see, also see it from these people's point of view. They're saying they're unvetted and they weren't consulted. But I firmly believe, had they consulted local committees and said, oh, by the way, we're taking over your school or derelict building and we're putting a couple of hundred people in and they're vetted, people would have said no anyway. Yeah, no, I I, I do agree. And, uh, you know, this notion that um, if they were vetted, uh, we'd be happy you wouldn't. That's the the reality of it. Well, as I said, my main issue is people on the housing list who are on it years. And if I was on the housing list, and I've seen thousands of people coming in, and all of a sudden, their temporary accommodation is going to be taken off them. I'd be going, geez, where are they going to go now? Yeah, absolutely. No, I, 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 I get that, and I do think we are going to have a problem uh, in the coming weeks and months when uh, hotels start um, offering their services back to tourists again and uh, operate as traditional hotels. Samantha, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Samantha. Hi, lads. How are you doing? Uh, good, thanks, Samantha. What did you want to say on this? I just feel so sorry for the people that are up in that hotel. I really do. The people that are after coming from war that are in that, that place. And now they pick up with this because our government has thrown in a load of different people from all different countries, mixed them up together in a small environment and told them this is where you have to stay, this is where you have to live. And it's caused madness to happen. This was bound to happen. It was going to go it was going to happen sooner or later. Now, it, ha- it, it has to be said, Samantha, it could have been worse. Um, from what I could see, it was just chairs being thrown. She'd see that at, a, at some Irish weddings, for God's sake. Um, it, yeah. it could have been an awful lot worse. It's just the image that it portrays. It is, but commercial, I tell you, worse is going to come because, as we're all talking about, they're not deficit. We don't know what they were like in their own country. We don't know what our kids are going to have to put up with. Like, I'm already worried where I live. They put them up in the hotel. And, like, I'm worried about the young girls out in the streets, you know, teenagers out at night, you know. We have these fellas here in the hotel. And there's no women. They're all men. Well, they were all, they're all men in that part of the uh, campus in uh, where you yeah. saw that video last night. Uh, women and children yeah. are in the main hotel. They're not in that section, from my understanding. But you could actually, looking at the video, you can actually see the people that are scared. You can see the men that are standing to the side and they look terrified, like some of them there. And then you see the scumbags of them that are here and just throwing the chairs around. And like you say, you're dead right. That could be in a pub here with, all, with, our, with Irish people. It could be here anywhere. But it's not painting a very good picture, is it? No, it's, it's it, it, unfortunately, unfortunately, it isn't painting a good picture. But as yeah. we said, when you cram that many people into yeah. uh, li- literally living on top of each other, morning, noon and night, it's going to happen, isn't it? And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse because some of them there that are living there are going to show their, show their true colours of what they're like in their own country, you know? I feel sorry for the people that are genuine, that are coming from the countries that are in big trouble. And then they're put in here and they're meant to just live normally. Like, how the hell can they just live normally put into that, that environment? 
You couldn't. You couldn't. No more than uh, no more than I could or you could. Um, exactly. And, that, and yeah. by the way, that's uh, a lot of people uh, messaging now saying, "Oh, Kennedy's making excuses for this shit." Uh, no, I'm not no, making excuses. Not. No. I'm merely pointing out that when you cram all that amount of people, uh, and in in this particular section of City West, it's all men. When you cram yeah. that amount of men in on top of each other, it's going to happen. You're dead right. It is going to happen, and it's going to get worse. As I say, the ones that are more dangerous are going to rear their ugly heads and we'll see more damage being done. And what's happening? Air police haven't arrested anybody. Air government don't give a shit about anything that's going on as long as their pockets are being lined, which they always are. You know, the rich get richer in this country and that's the way it's always going to be. Stay there for a second, uh, if you can, Samantha. I want to go to uh, Anthony. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anthony? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Anthony. What did you want to say on this? That's what I say. I mean, you see what happened. The far right just going to keep using that to spread their vile, racist shit online and make us fall for their lies. They keep using this to push their vile agendas. They're just going to jump on this and try to use it for their vile views, not just boils my blood. Okay, but um, Anthony, one of the things that they're trying to push the agenda, as you call it, is that Ireland is full, we can't take in any more, uh, we're overcrowded as it is, and then when you see a video like this, which is a legitimate video uh, that was circulated widely last night, you can see that it helps them prove their point. They don't have a point. Right? The far right just make up all kinds of crap. Yeah, there is overcrowd. Needs to be more space for refugees. That needs to happen. But the far right are just going to keep saying the usual crap. Oh, send them all back when legally we can't do that, nor should we if that could be done. So can you, uh, do you have any understanding for uh, the anger? And I'm looking at some of the anger uh, that is uh, coming into us today. And this isn't from people that you would traditionally describe as uh, as far right. I, I'll give you an example. Somebody sent us a, uh, a message earlier on, and it's somebody who lives near uh, City West, Okay. And basically the, the message was, that video in City West has done it for me. I'm going to move after looking at that. It's not safe where we live um, uh, because of the massive influx of refugees. Now, that's somebody who um, you would know, actually, is a regular caller on this show and isn't uh, a far-right individual. Now... In, in other words, people are getting angry by seeing scenes like this by people that we have taken into our country. That's just falling for so many lies and propaganda separate the far right the areas aren't safe because refugees are there. It's just people falling for the lies because they keep spreading lies and they keep saying all kinds of crap to push their vile agendas. It's, it's a bit of a shame that people keep falling for this. Okay, but a video like that last night doesn't help. All it shows is that this is overcrowded and needs to be more done, more spaces for refugees, so that doesn't happen again. I mean, people forget during lockdowns, people have to keep staying indoors all around each other all the time. People probably got on each other's nerves when that happened. Okay, uh, Samantha, what do you say to all of that, that we need to make more space for uh, refugees and asylum seekers? I 100% agree that they haven't got enough space. 
But I think it has to stop now. We have to stop taking people in. It's just going to go to madness now if he keeps it up. It's going to be so trouble if he continue like this. We all know what's coming, you know? There's danger coming now because nobody seems to care. Nobody seems to be listening to the voice of the people, you know? And I agree with that, man. There's an awful lot of racism in the people just they're from and the whole lot, you know? And that's not fair either. Okay, so uh, while you're agreeing that we do need more space, that we shouldn't be putting uh, asylum seekers into overcrowded facilities, um, you can... In fact, I've I've been asked to play a message uh, for you, uh, Samantha, if you can stay there for a second. Have a listen to this. How is lads? I'll just listen to that girl there who said she feels sorry for all these people brought in of all different nationalities and they're all thrown into this because the government can't um, facilitate them. So she's contradicting herself. Actually, I don't know if that message was specifically for you, Samantha. I think it could be for the uh, the message that came in earlier on. Let's have a listen to another WhatsApp voice note from uh, Kieran. Listen to Claire's uh, voice note there. It's not. It's the volume of refugees we're allowing into Ireland. There's too many of them. Thousands. It's all coming down through Belfast. It's all coming down, and they're all. It's there's just far too many of them. Like Ireland's a small country, and we're allowing people from Somalia, Georgia, Georgia. These places where corruption's involved, and we don't know who we're letting in and what we're letting in, and they're letting them in on the streets, walking around. Like some of these uh, countries, like Somalia, have a high rape victim case. It, it, It. like no one, they're not getting vetted or anything like that. And I, and I even looked British in it. I, I looked to get getting a British passport, and I have to jump through uh, Irish passport. I had to jump through savage amount of hoops, and I just ended up knocking it on the head. I've lived in this country twenty years. It's an absolute joke. I've seen the way it happened in in England when Thatcher let, let in the, the Pakistanis and the Indians. They just take over. And, it's, and I'm not I'm not a racist, far from it. But it's just the way that things are done in this country. It's just, it's like backwards. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. In what is probably your only opportunity to speak publicly about uh, what we witnessed in uh, City West last night, where in the uh, refugee centre a massive brawl broke out. It's not the first uh, brawl of its kind uh, in a refugee centre here in Ireland. You will recall there was a similar uh, incident in Killarney uh, a couple of weeks back. The question, uh, what we're doing today is giving you the opportunity to uh, air your opinion on it. A lot of people are saying that this is uh, an overreaction. Uh, the reaction of the Irish public is an overreaction. Uh, you know, when you cram that many uh, men into a building together, shit is going to happen. Things are going to uh, kick off. Let me go to uh, Adele. You're on Opinions Matter. Adele, how are you? Hi, Adrian. I'm fine. Thank you. Now, Adele, what did you want to say on this? So, uh, I suppose this is just exacerbated, but I mean, I'm from the UK originally. I've moved here. My parents are Irish, but I mean, I've moved here, so I have come from another country. So, I obviously have no issues with people coming from other countries. And like the Ukraine, the war, they need shelter, they need, you know, help, and they need guidance. My issue is the government are being paid to take the people in and look after them, and the government are not looking after them. 
the main issue, I suppose, I, I messaged you a few weeks ago regarding the Drimna area protests. That wasn't so much a protest against um, the people, you know, migrants and refugees. It was against the use of the school because that's what was used to host these people. What happened was I had straight away when we there was a bus, you know, video taken. I straight away got onto the local TD. I won't mention any names, but I got onto a local TD who gave me the information that it was supposed to be women and children and they were only there for a few days. The next day, there was a bit of a spat with another TD because they were also trying to claim the same information. Because um, I don't just go down the route of following what everyone says. I try to find out. Even a load of crap that they were board of management meetings with residents and parents. There wasn't. I'm not a mother of a child in school, but I live near the school. Um, so none of this happened. There was no clarity. There was no transparency. Now, my issue is in the school one, I'm, I'm, I work in data protection. There were images all around the school. Um, and none of them were, I would say, none of them were taken down. So that's one issue. Um, they're talking about unvetting bowels in schools. Hell, like you can't get in if you haven't got card clearance. Then the, the, the response was, well, there was no children in there. That's quite by the point. They're walking around school. What's available for them to see? They tried to say they kept them in one little area. Well, you saw what happened when last night when they were kept in one little area. So that mustn't have happened. Um, and it was the lies because then it came out from the TDs. Oh, yes, actually, it was males that were housed there. And, you know, and then what they done was the TDs tried to twist it, but it was actually the parents that were lying, and that's when I got involved. I'm not far left, I'm not far right. I'm, I'm absolutely neither. And one of, one, of the, uh, one of the criticisms that I've been hearing today is uh, mm-hmm. people saying, I don't want to speak out because I'd be branded far right. I am not far right. I just this have is an exactly opinion. what I'm branded. Mm-hmm. And I've been branded that, and I'm definitely not, absolutely not a chance of mine. But, the, the, but this, sorry, is sorry, happened, you, this is what happened at the protest. Okay, but sorry, sorry, Duff, I couldn't cross you there. I just have a question for you, because one, one of the arguments mm-hmm. I've been putting up with people, and by the way, I'm, no, I'm neither left nor right. I'm right down the middle. I've always been mm-hmm. right down the middle, like yourself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm hearing from yourself and other people is we're concerned parents, we're concerned parents. And, and the, the argument mm-hmm. I've been putting to, to these people is if you're that concerned about the safety of your children, why, mm-hmm. haven't, why haven't the people of Ballymoan, why haven't the people of East Wall, why haven't the people of Drimna been marching on the houses in their area that they know uh, house drug dealers that are using your children, not your children, by the way, I'm speaking generally, that are using your children mm-hmm. as drug mules that are indoctrinating your children into, into a, a, a serious drug drugs war, they're using 12-year-old kids. Why aren't these same residents like yourself who are so concerned and so worried about your daughters and your sons, why aren't you marching on the scumbag, low-life, filthy drug dealers that live in these same estates that happen to be Irish? Why why isn't that happening? Is that not a fair question to ask? Okay, well, I 100% don't know where they are. I protect my child, know where she goes. I am... Hello? Okay, hello? Yeah, sorry, you're cutting cutting off there. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, so I know where she is and what she's doing. I don't know where they live. I'm, I'm of no opinion as to where they are. I certainly would be very mindful of who she's with as well to make sure that she's not hanging around anyone that she shouldn't be. And that's as much as I can do. I know, but the point, I, the, 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 said, point, the, the point I'm making is that I think people tend to pick and choose who they want uh, who, mm-hmm. they, who they want to come down on hard. Say, for instance, over the last 10 years, I could count on six hands, probably, the amount of videos I've seen of members of the travelling community involved in slash hook slash hook fights killing each other mm-hmm. absolute killing each other in parts of Ireland and you never hear the same level of concern from people saying well 20 uh, travel 
travellers went at each other with, with slash hooks down the road for me, we should mm-hmm. we should probably march on their house because I'm scared for the the safety of my daughter or whatever. So is it not just an, an easy target to pick on these people? Like I mean, I, I assume no. no, I assume I don't know. I assume these people in City West. Now maybe I'm wrong, and you probably mm-hmm. know more than I do. Adele. I assume no. those men just can't walk around. Uh, no, they're stuck in the place. Yeah, they, so you're not going to see those lads that were involved in that fight down in the local pub in Sagart on Saturday night having drinks and trying to pick up women. That's just not going to happen. No, I live, I, so I work very right beside the Red Cow and I would go on a walk and when I go on a walk there are people that are obviously being hosted in the Red Cow that are out walking. So I'm not sure what they are allowed to do. Or do I don't know. I, and I don't know why you think I would know. I, I have no clue whatsoever. But they... So whatever it is, as I said, my issue is it's nothing to do with whether where the hell as I said you can build them somewhere and put them there. It's no problem. My problem is the government are not doing what they should be doing, but the government are trying to twist it. But it's all the parents and the other people that are against it. But what we're against is the fact that they're bringing them in and they're not actually doing what they should be doing. They're not doing their jobs. There is a new house, and I want to get this out because I actually have to go to a meeting because I've been waiting since quarter to one or to two rather. Um, there's, a, there's an amendment to the Housing Act, F1605 of 2022, and that has been added to include schools, colleges and universities to host refugees, migrants or whatever. And we know that well, the reason that's obviously been done is because what they're going to do is in March when they start getting start during the summer when the schools are closed they're starting to put them in your schools now as I said it won't be certain areas but it will be the schools in and around that obviously one of uh, Adele I'm really sorry your phone line keeps dropping out on us um, so I'm am gonna, I? yeah am you I? Keep, oh, okay, okay. Keep, keep dropping out of course out. I am yeah so, okay, well, I, I can't I can't say anymore. I've got to go because I've got to go back to work. But as I said, look up the, everyone should look up the Health and Act. That's going to include schools and colleges for everyone. Um, so everyone's schools and colleges. As I say, certainly not certain ones, but, but there will be schools and colleges that will be used for All right. hosting. Thanks very and much indeed for your call. also not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Anthony, I want to go back to you for a second. And uh, a lot of people are particularly angry. You just heard that lady there saying... She's afraid of her life to air her opinion because she gets branded uh, a right-wing lunatic, basically. Um, It isn't fair that people feel they can't air their opinion. But those on the far right who do keep saying vile stuff, like comments that was mentioned, saying people they want to burn the refugees out, you know, set the pillars on fire. When you have far right like that saying it, people are not going to want to hear opinions like that saying send them all back because... Nine times out of ten, a lot of those could be members of the far right saying that crap who want to see harm to innocent people just because they're from other countries. People like that make me sick and make me ashamed to be Irish. Okay, now, okay, stay there for a second. Jeremy, uh, a resident from uh, Sagart has just been on to us saying uh, residents from the City West complex regularly roam around uh, Sagart and City West uh, every day. They are able to walk freely from the convention centre. Well, thanks for clearing that up. I didn't say that was gospel. In fact, I asked the question to that person, if you were listening closely, I asked the question, I said, I assume they're not. No. You've said that they are. So if I go down to Sagar this evening, I'm going to see 50 Somalians walking around the, the Maybe village. not after dark, but uh, during the day, perhaps. Okay, well, that's, yeah. that's interesting. And then know. another message says, um, uh, I live in Sagart, and there is now a bouncer 
on the door of the local pharmacy. Now, that's, I don't know what that's, 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 that's about. That's that's ridiculous. There's, there's a bouncer on the door of my local uh, chemist. Well, there isn't. Fact, around the corner here is a pharmacy. There's no bouncer on the door of it. Well, not bouncer. Most chemists have security. No, they don't. Well, they no, have, they absolutely don't. That's because of junkies. That's not because of, of asylum seekers. It's because of junkies. Because junkies were coming in to, to, to rob drugs out of the place. So that's the reason for that. Jesus Christ. Asylum seekers aren't responsible for every woe in this country. Next we'll be saying the weather is shite in January because of asylum seekers. They brought the weather with, with them. Kieran, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Kieran? Not so bad. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Kieran. What did you want to say on this? I, I, I'm, I'm frustrated with the volume of like, like a, the volume of people coming into the country. How, who, who draws the line? Who says stop? Who says right? Enough's enough. We're full to the gills. Let's let's call it call it quit. But they're not. They, they're actually like, like you said. There was I don't know how many men. You said between two hundred and fifty or three hundred men all cooped up in a in a hotel. As you said, things will happen. Like there will be a Absolutely. little fight that'll break out between between different nationalities and whatnot. I don't, I don't know if they're all some. I mean, nobody can confirm if they're all Somalians or whatever. Whatever. Only people are saying Somalians because someone could hear. Some, I know, but, uh, but if you Somalia, if you cram in uh, eight hundred or nine hundred people into an area that is only suited for three hundred and seventy people, they have to share share eighteen showers in the that unit. That is going to lead to tension, no matter who you are. Or where you're from? I mean, the thing like that. I was talking. We were talking to my colleague here, and he was saying exactly the same. We 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 come, we were all around Dublin, twenty four seven on building sites, construction sites, going into old places, new places. There were so many buildings with nobody in them. So many, but they seem to be crammed. You're only going for hotels. I'm looking across the way here. Uh, I'm in I'm in Central Park here in Leopardstown, and Ulster Bank has crossed away, and there is not a sinner in it. And the building is five foot high, probably a serious amount of meters wide. You can fit you can fit five hundred people in there, no problem. But then but they squash them into a little hotel. I'm facing the Clayton Court Hotel now in Leopardstown, and it's full to the gills, full of refugees. Like, so okay, well, what is the what is the solution? Like I said, the anger that I've been hearing today that um, when we checked our WhatsApp phone uh, today, first thing there was about seventy five messages from people, and that's unheard of. We would never get that volume of messages. Seventy five different messages from people giving out yards about what we saw in uh, City West last night. Do you understand that anger, or is this anger just playing into the hands of people who are inciting hatred against? Against, uh, asylum seekers in Ireland. I think it's I think it's a bit of both. Like I, I just think the the I don't know how to explain. I think I, I think that the volume of people. I think the planning of where people go is 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 not great. I, I think there should be more planning and right. We're letting I don't know. We're letting thousand in this week, and we got places for them to go. We can't. Can we fit? Any, can we squeeze any more people into into City West? Oh yeah, we could probably squeeze another twenty in there. Like when when they fall, where, what happened? What's the process after that they fall? How long do we hold them into this area for? What well, are, uh, like, uh, only today. Only today it was announced that um, City West is certainly full and uh, no more newly arrived adult asylum seekers will no longer be offered state-provided accommodation because at this moment we just don't have it. Uh, So if if somebody arrives into this country over the next couple of days, there is nowhere to put them. That's the most frustrating thing. I I see with Ukraine, we can see there's a war tone. We can see it on on our TV news every day. There is a war going on in Ukraine and I understand them people coming over Somalia the Somalia that was a war 20 years ago 
stay still for the for the wind. It wouldn't be the most it wouldn't be the most peaceful place on earth now. In fairness, so it's not the sort no, of place I'm I'd like to live much, in. I'm not exactly. I, I know that, but it's not it's not as bad as what's happening now in Ukraine. I take I take all, everyone in Ukraine. I take them into this country, no problem. If there was planning and death uh, locations from people to go and stuff like that. I'm seeing that I'm coming across as a racist. I'm, 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 okay, not, I'm, I'm not a racist. Uh, I'm Anthony, I'm, again, here's a man who believe, he even thinks he sounds like a racist, but he's not. He's merely expressing the view that um, the way in which people have been housed has been uh, or accommodated has been disgraceful uh, and that the country is getting full. Do you not agree with that? Well, the government said we take in 100,000 refugees from Ukraine. Our government should do that, has was promised to our, our government committed to. Now, the guy said there's a lot of empty houses they seen. Then those houses should just be fixed up immediately. It doesn't be left around empty, not fixed up. It should just get those fixed up. And that could take some of the pressure off these buildings are housing so many refugees. I, I think before we do that, we should clear the backlog of housing for, for Irish people in the in the country. I know I've got so many friends who are on the housing list who are waiting around who have kids and and children and and some people are commuting half an hour just to get to school because they they're in a they're in accommodation that doesn't suit for, for the location and it, you know that's why the anger comes from from people is they've seen all these people coming in getting accommodation a click at a finger and there's people living in b and b's and stuff like that and they can see everyone get it's, that's that's where the anger comes from directly yeah, from the, that. the anger is coming from the far way who keeps saying they're racist vile crap that's where a lot it's of anger is coming from I'm not saying you are but others are I'm not saying I'm not saying you are but others are I'm not racist. I'm far I'm from racist. I'm are. far from racist. But listen, this is what I'm saying to you, right? You're, if you're an Irish person, I, I'm a British person living in Ireland, okay? But I can, I have got, all, I've got so many Irish friends who are on the housing list, years, six, seven, eight, nine years, who are waiting for for accommodation, are waiting for a house. But they see these people coming into this country, get given the house, getting the social welfare. Some of the oh, you need help going to work. Here's a taxi license. Go and get a taxi. Go and earn some money. Go and go and do this. There's people out here looking for work. There's people out here looking for just to, to put the children to, to bed in their own bed in their own house, make dinner in their own kitchens. You can't do any of this stuff. It's, it cannot see that the frustration of that. Let's look after our own. Okay, and then uh, when we're all sorted, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's, Anthony, let's take whoever. Uh, I, I hate the expression, by the way, um, uh, Kieran. I hate the expression. Look after our own first. I. Uh, understand the the thought behind it. I just think it's an awful expression because it does strike yeah, a, I, I, it I, does I, strike of of absolute xenophobia. But anyway, the point I was yeah, about to make yeah. uh, to Anthony is: Do you not understand the sorts of frustrations that he's talking about? The moment anyone says we have to look after our when you say that xenophobic racist crap, then they lose the argument. The moment they say that crap, I've not lost any argument. I've got. I, I reckon there's probably quarter of a million people who agree with what exactly what I'm saying, and it's not being racist or whatever. It's not. Let's look after our own stuff. That is a fact. They keep I'm saying that. Right I am not far right at all. I'm not, I'm, not saying you are, I'm not saying you are, but others are. Okay, do me a favour. Stay there for one second. This is Paddy. Now, this is getting ridiculous now at this stage. People 
people on, oh, the far right, the movement and all this. I'm not in any movement. I'm not far right. Uh, you know, it's I'm not racist. I have plenty of friends from all over the world. But it doesn't mean because I'm not a concern. I'm a concerned parent. I'm a concerned citizen that people are being let in without any sort of checks being done and all. It's crazy. Don't be f- fools thinking, oh, yeah, every boat that comes up and says, oh, I'm fleeing from something is uh, an actual refugee fleeing f- from war or whatever like that. You know, it's getting ridiculous now at this stage. Like, you know, it's actually really annoying. Actually, everybody going on saying, oh, they're far right racist and all. It's not. It's just pure concerned parents and concerned citizens wanting to know why are we getting people in unvetted and everything. Why aren't the, Australia certainly wouldn't let people in unvetted. America wouldn't let people in. Like, why are we doing it? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Just to refer back to the message that was played just before uh, the break there about Australia and America wouldn't uh, have uh, have this, have undocumented people. Can I just point out to uh, Paddy who sent that message? Uh, there are tens of thousands of undocumented Irish living in America. And Australia. And Australia. Now, they probably got in with a passport, but they're ducking and diving and hiding. Um, they can't leave the country because if they do, they won't get back in again. Um, so the, <laughs> we're well able to do that stuff as well. We seem to forget that. In fact, look, the 10.7 million, they believe, undocumented in, in the US yeah. alone. Now, how many of them are Irish? I don't know. No, there's um, about 50,000 Irish are undocumented. That's a lot of Irish. Oh, but they're not starting fights in hotels, you know? That's what you get. By no, the they way. start fights in pubs. Ah, they do, yeah. yeah. Um, now I'm going to Bonnie. You're on Opinions Matter. Hiya, Bonnie. I have a question for Anthony and... If he's so het up on them, you know, build more space for the refugees, blah, 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 fix the houses up, why can't that be done in conjunction with dealing with the homeless people that are already on the streets? I'm not saying ignore the refugees, blah, 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 but why can't it all be done together? Do you not think it's kind of weird how the second all these people are coming in that the government all of a sudden are able to provide the accommodation and city rest and all this stuff? But, uh, uh, sorry uh, to cut across you, uh, Bonnie. If uh, 800 or 900 Irish people were thrown into a centre like City West, there would be absolute uproar. There would be uproar that the conditions aren't suitable, that you have to share 18 showers with 800 people. There would be uproar, and you know there would be. But I don't think you can kind of speak for every homeless person on that topic, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there is a lot of people who would be more than happy with that. Yeah, but Bonnie, let me ask you a question uh, just before you go to talk to Anthony. Homeless people in, in Ireland uh, spend most nights in um, the homeless shelters, yeah, around Dublin city centre and stuff like that, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've heard, if you listen to this show for the last few years, a lot of homeless people won't go into those uh, homeless shelters because they're so unsafe, yeah? Yeah. So it's the exact same so thing. So you, you, you create a situation like that in City West, for example, full of Irish people, uh, it would become a hellhole. Yeah, in other words, if you put, if you put tomorrow, if you put 500 Irish people in, if you cleared all the Somalians or whatever out of City West tomorrow, yeah, shoo them all and don't know where you put them, put them wherever, and you moved in 500 Irish homeless people, 90% of whom had addiction issues, do you think the same thing would happen uh, as regards fights and all? Of course it would. Sure. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it wouldn't, but my point is... Well, no, it would, it definitely would. You can't speak for every single person, do you know what I mean? Like, you can't say, 
automatically that if you had this amount of people or Irish people and also not every single homeless person is an addict like so no but a lot, they, well, no, no, a lot, a lot of no homeless people obviously families do, that are being put up in hotels or families are not addicts but most of the people sleeping rough, rough on the streets do have addiction issues hence the reason that a lot of homeless people won't sleep in those homeless shelters because they have to sleep with one eye open because they're afraid of either getting beaten up stabbed or robbed so the, the point that Adrian was trying to make is if you push 500 uh, homeless Irish people with addiction issues into that hotel, you would have the exact same outcome. And you would. There's nothing Without would. a shadow of a doubt. 100%. And, um, uh, like I said, if um, Irish homeless people were put into a makeshift building like the convention centre in City West with beds all over the place and uh, showers, 18 showers for three or 400 people, honest to God, uh, Bonnie, there will be protests on the streets of Ireland and there would. I'm not saying there wouldn't, but my personal opinion, I completely disagree that there, I'm not saying there wouldn't be protests because I wouldn't agree with them. I think there's some people who go weeks without having a shower because they are sleeping on the streets and they would. Okay, Anthony, I'm going to let you uh, respond to that. She believes that we need to look after our own at the same time as uh, refugees. What do you say to that? Well, that is what should happen, but it wouldn't be. If you have to make a choice between, say, helping, giving a home to, say, homeless people who have addiction issues or, just for sake of argument, a family of refugees from Ukraine who fled the war, which is going to get the priority? It'd be the family over the homeless person with addiction issues every single time. That's what just been a choice. But why though? Why, why should it be the family first? Why should all the other people... And also, regardless of whether someone has addiction issues or not, that's completely irrelevant to the fact that there's still a person who deserves to have a warm roof over their head and a, a shower, like... It's just what the choice would be, because, let's see, would you rather see a family of refugees who've just fled the war in Ukraine being without anywhere to go? Children? It'd just be the choice. It's just what would happen. I don't think it's comparable because we've never experienced something like that in recent years. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything's relevant. Like, looking at, you, you walk through town and you see hundreds of, maybe not hundreds, but you see a lot of homeless people sleeping on the streets. It's it's a completely different situation. And I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say one um, dynamic of a family is more important than someone else. I'm just saying they need to deal with everyone instead of I'll just... just- I was just saying that as a hypothetical scenario, what what happened in that kind of situation? I don't get you. I don't know what you mean. Uh, I'm just going to go... Oh, sorry, we've lost uh, Anthony there. I don't know what happened there. Oh, no, we didn't lose him. He hung up there. Oh, right, he, was, he was annoyed with you, Bonnie, I think. That's because he doesn't have a valid argument. Like, you can't, you can't argue that everyone's far right. I'm 100% not, you know what I mean? You need to be able to listen to other people's opinions. No, of course you do. No, okay, I think we can all agree that there's a huge far right element in Ireland that even before... Oh, yeah, 100%. Even, yeah, no, I who, existed by, who existed, by the way, long before one refugee set foot in this. Myself and Adrian did a, a live show back in an old radio station about 18 years ago um, on the refugee uh, crisis. In, and this was before we had so many as we do now. And there was far right people at the at the, the march. No, you, of course you can have an opinion. You can be worried about the influx of asylum seekers into Ireland without being, being far right. It's all these 
Ireland for the Irish, Ireland first, send them home, send them packing. And as I said, Bonnie, some of the comments I saw from grown, you'd expect it from the rat lickers in the far right that you, you normally see, but grown women, mothers who had be kind as their Facebook profile picture, commenting on their stories last night saying, uh, burn them out, burn them out. Like, Jesus Christ. Is that what we're talking it about? It is horrific. It Are really, really is. Are we talking about burning uh, asylum seekers out of the country? I, I just, I, I despair. I really do. All right, let me squeeze in um, just one or two more messages. Uh, this is Eric. Yeah, there's uh, security in the chemist in Ballymun. But, like, I mean, it's Ballymun, so you know what I mean? That pretty much says it all, really. Uh, okay, <laughs> there, there is. I have seen. I have seen yeah, you, security you're on the chemist. claim that no chemist. No, I didn't say no chemist. I said uh, few and far between. No, but your man there, Sagert man, yeah, yeah. Wherever, wherever he's from, trying to claim that the only reason that the chemist has security is no. He said it's a new addition. There was never security on this particular pharmacy before, uh, and he believes that there's that connection. Kelly, you're on opinions matter. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Adrian. Like, yeah, what, the, what the fuck is, like, is this podcast all about? Like, I just don't get, like, this podcast is supposed to be about refugees and all this bollocks, but then, like, you keep bringing up, like, drug dealers and all that. Like, I'm a mother of a three-year-old, and my job as a mother is to protect my son. But I'm not going to judge, like, refugees or whatever coming into the country. I understand the whole protesting thing, but, like, that's down to the government. Like, why isn't nobody talking about the government? The difficulty that we have as a nation is we have to accept a certain amount of uh, refugees in, hear their case, and then... Um, if There's no room for the major. Do you know what I mean? Like, a half the countries, we're not even allowed to, like, be in. Like, we're not even allowed to cross our border. So, like, why does the, our government think that it's okay for them to cross our border? Like, because... And no, they're not uh, being, like, uh, uh, you had a lady on last week. You had a, if, if you can remember, you had a lady on last week. Her name was Vanessa, and I'll show you, show you what her name is, because she was an absolute fucking hypocrite. And she literally said that, uh, apparently she walks in like uh, all this guy is letting shite and she said that they have to, like them people that's coming into this country are literally they're handed up their passports before they come into the country so and then they're all getting out of it like no they're not yeah no I, I, I agree with you and in fact I was reading earlier on that in the first eight months of last year 3,254 people arrived into a Dublin airport with no passport and I get like the whole homeless thing like do you know me and Adrian like obviously you know as a like I'm obviously your father if your child is homeless and you've seen somebody come into the country and they're getting fucking housed and everything else like and they're getting like they're getting free dental care free fucking health care like what the fuck is like that all of it but who's getting free dental care the refugees are but there's a full dental clinic in, in City West yeah they're getting they're getting free dental care they're getting free health care from the HSE but should we all get free health care if you go to fall down and break your leg you get free health care in, in Vincent's Hospital this evening yeah look it's look if there's no identity well no you will is, no hang on well, if, they, if they have no identity how are they like but Kelly, but, but Kelly, that's the same in the fact. If we're a medical card or no medical card, if I fall down and break my leg today, I'll get free health care in, in the hospital. Well, I don't because I've got to pay for it. You have to pay for it? Yeah, I've got to pay for it. Like, it's basically, it's called being a, a walking person. So you don't get free. Well, you do, but there you go. Well, okay, uh, uh, so let me ask you then. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, that's right. I hear what they're like. The whole thing about, like, see the, like, the refugees, like, I, 
yeah, I think like I think it's already down to the government, man. They've they, they've literally they've got to fucking the government have got to take the fucking their asses like and just cut the fuck off. Okay, but here, here, here's like, here's the reality, like, Kelly. Hang on, hang on. Uh, this is the bit that you need to listen to. Okay, our government has an obligation, an international obligation, to hear somebody's asylum application, um, and it can take a long time. But we have to listen to everybody's case. If they fail in their application, they get deported out of the country. Now it takes time. That's the problem. Yeah, it, it, it does take time. But like, look what look exactly like what everybody's saying. Like that whole CUS thing and. Like, if that was, like, it, to be fair, Adrian, like, if that was a group of fucking Irish lads that was fighting in, in, a, in a hotel, they'd be arrested on the spot. Not one of them were arrested. I, I, I don't understand why nobody was arrested last night. I have to be honest. I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just, like, basically trying to prove a point. Okay, but so uh, uh, as, as was said earlier on, um, the fact that um, a fight broke out in a centre with uh, 800 people in an area for 300 and something, uh, the fact that a fight broke out is no big surprise. It would happen to any of us. So look, it's, it's no surprise. The fight happened everywhere. The fight happened in pubs, whether you're Irish, fucking Spanish, or fucking refugees. Like, it's going to happen, but... Like, I don't like the way, like, people are actually, like, you know, slating, like, I'm I'm from Ballymun, like, and everybody is slating Ballymun completely because, like, all that protest. I don't want to protest and, like, going on, like, around the, the area. I think that it, it needs to be done outside, like, where the government is. Okay, but one of the things, one of the things, uh, Kelly, you're you're from Ballymun, one of the things that people from Ballymun yeah. have been saying for years, including a good friend of ours, Adrian, who's from Ballymun, has said that one of the, the things that he hates about being from Ballymun is that everybody in Ballymun is tarnished with the same brush. That once you come we're from all, Ballymun... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're all painted with the same yeah, brush. Yeah, we're all painted. For years, everybody in Ballymun is involved in crime. Everybody in Ballymun is scumbags. You've been hearing that shit for years. It's not true. A lot of the people in Ballymun are good, honest hard-working people like yourself. Yeah, are you, we are, like, we literally, like, we're not all, like, the same. But are you not doing the exact same thing that has been done to you for years? You've been branded with the same brush because of happen, where you happen to be from. I just don't take any notes of it, Adrian. No, 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 but, but, but what you're doing now, you're branding every single asylum seeker that comes into the country with the same brush, saying you're... No, do- I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not judging, I'm not judging. You, did, you said your daughter's not safe. I'm, no, I'm, worried just, about- no, I'm just basically, no, Adrian, like, I, from being by Limon, like, I, I get judged every day of my life. Yeah. And you know what? I take down loads of it, but like, well, obviously, like with the stories going around, like it's yeah, uh, yeah, you, you, you have to do like take some of it in to a certain extent, but then like forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Like just ignore it, the rest mm. of it. All right, stay there for a second, uh, Kelly. Let me go to Imelda. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Imelda. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, uh, I'm Imelda. not a negative caller. Um, I just want to state for the last few years before uh, City West went into direct provision, um, we were doing the shows there for the home shows. We had our business, uh, the Bottle Clock, and which we used to do every year there. Um, you know, we paid an awful lot of money spend the three days, the four days there to do our shows Mm -hmm. and it crucified us, it crucified us, but it was the best hotel as well. You know, um, 
as we no, go no, I, have to say, I, I, I think City West is a great loss to uh, the community and to oh, society. Absolutely. Uh, I've had absolutely. many, many brilliant uh, gigs in uh, City West Hotel, and it is a bit yeah. of a loss that that yeah. whole facility isn't available at the moment. Hopefully, it'll come back. Yeah, but, but what was as, the point you wanted to I make? Said, we, we were up in um, uh, Wicklow go back a couple of weeks ago, and we were up in the lovely little cafe, which, you know, we were waiting on there. My sister and her husband to come. We were going hiking and we heard the scuffle from a hotel that was there just beside where we were eating. I won't name the hotel, but mm-hmm. um, we came out of the hotel, we came out of the cafe and there was fucking blue murder. Excuse my French. Now, there was old people walking by and plus there was two builders that was digging a hole and the fight led out onto where the builders were digging the hole and the two guys that were fighting actually fell down the hole. Right. And the guys just said, well, fuck this, leave them down there and escalated into the hole. But the old people that were going by, you know, were from Wicklow, but they they were actually slicing. The way they were killing one another was unbelievable. And what's the point you're trying to make? I'm I'm at a loss here. The point I want to make is, you know, as I said, I watched that video last night, Adrian, and, you know, it is fucking overcrowded. And the thing is, so what's going to be happening with these people that's bored out of their skull? What are they going to do? What are they going to do for these people? So they're just going to keep taking people in, not going to put them out to work. What's all, what's going to happen? They're going to kill one another and it's going to escalate and escalate. And it is very and, worrying, and, I have to say. Um, but I, I believe a lot of the responsibility here is on the state for the way in which um, they've we've crammed 900 people into a space designed for 300 and something. That's going to lead to problems. Yeah, but why? But why? And the thing is, you know, I have a good friend that was ready to open a direct provision in Kulak up at the new gateway, well, the old gateway that was supposed to be open for the direct provision. And they failed that at the moment. But why? So why are they just lumping people in and, you know, all different nationalities, which is, you know, they're going to kill one another. You don't understand one another. Salamis, feckin' Russians, you name it, they're all in it. And there's going to be killings. And it's, you know, before you know it, it's going to end up like World War fucking whatever. But I, I have to say, I, I, I do worry. I do worry about the, the cramped conditions and the the potential for further trouble when you cram that amount of people into uh, buildings together. Anyway, thank you very much indeed uh, for your call. And before we wrap up the podcast, I want to squeeze in one final WhatsApp voice note from Vera. The biggest concern I would have from, from watching the footage last night is if... If that outbreak was due to culture and belief differences, and these people are pouring to communities, and then that violence is rolled into that community because the cultures and religions beliefs are clash. You know, the government should, if they are taking in immigrants, they should be doing some type of training program with them 
to integrate them into communities and, and that would solve that problem. That was a lively conversation as we expected. Yes, it was. Uh, do you want to address, sorry, Valerie just uh, commented saying uh, two biased presenters not sticking up for uh, Irish people. Okay, first of all, Valerie, uh, you were invited onto the show as everybody is and uh, you know that piece. And, and uh, Valerie, I'm going to say something else to you. Uh, if you listen across the entire spectrum of Irish media today, you will not hear that uh, issue of what happened last night debated anywhere. The yeah. only place this is being debated today is on Opinions Matter. Yeah. So, um, Sorry, if you thought it was in any way biased, by the way, I didn't think it was. At no, all. it was very it was balanced. Very, very, very balanced. In fairness, someone like Valerie would be probably only happy if we came on and said, ship them all off and sink the boat or something yeah, which like we're that. we're not going to say. That's all, that's all these people want to hear. I thought that was a very balanced debate. Uh, we let opened the lines to everybody to have to say. If you didn't have the balls or you didn't have the gumption or you didn't have the intelligence to back up the points you made on Facebook by coming on the show and doing it live. Uh, tough, That's not our problem. Tough so don't say you weren't yeah. invited because you all were. Anyway, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it onto your own social media channels because as I said, this is the only time this is being debated in any sort of Irish media today. The arrogance of no, you. No, but it's true. No, it's nobody is. Nobody is. That's a fact. Um... Why, why, why are the rest of the media afraid to... That's a very good question. Are we trailblazers? Like, we're the only media who are prepared to... to we're the only ones that have ever really gone out there. So, yeah. if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it onto your own social media channels. Um, if you're listening on um, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon. And that way, you'll be notified every time we upload uh, a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening. To Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.